Sure. Okay. Hey. Big question nope. for you, dot, dot, dot. I feel like we shouldn't say his name. Oh, shit. You're right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke. Rourke, how are you on this MLK Monday? Yeah, it's a it's a rainy day and not a full day off for me, unfortunately. But it is what mm. it is. You get what you can get. And last week, I real so I realized when I was editing the podcast that I talked last week about a date that I was excited about, a yeah. first date, and we need to talk about my disappointment. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I hate to have been right about this partic- about this particular. You were right. Situation. I don't know how you got it from a photo, especially uh, not a full body photo. But we'll talk. Girl, about I have a whole. gift. I have a gift. Yeah. But yeah, continue. I need to. Continue. <laughs> I need to run this shit by you more. So continue. I. So this man claims on his profile to be five eleven. I'm five ten. Yeah. And I'm honest about that. Therefore, I will be a measuring stick to your alleged 5'11". Yes. I will say that, like, I don't think that guys realize that because most women do not know the difference between a couple inches here or there when they're that much taller than you. Like, I have friends who have no idea how tall their partners are because they're, like, six or seven inches taller than them. They don't actually know if they're 5'11 or 6'1". Wow. Must be fucking nice. I, right. But yes, um, we will know. I will know if you are shorter than me or not. Exactly. Exactly. I will know if I'm looking down at the top of your head. Yes. Anyway, so he arrives. I'm going to say 5'8". Oof. Which yes. makes him two inches shorter than you, which is not yes, what you Yes, he was absolutely shorter than me. I have dated a... I've dated men shorter than me. I've dated a 5'8 man. I am not, yeah. in theory, opposed to this. However, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is not – like, that's not what you said. It's just a lie. It's it's the lie at that point. It's a lie. Yeah. And I, like, really couldn't get over it. When I sent you a photo from his – a screenshot from his profile, you said, this man is giving me short vibes. Yep. How, go – tell me more. I, I, I think it's just because of the – Sheer number of online profiles that I have then translated into dates where I have been surprised one way or another about usually one way, not another. Yeah. <laughs> about the person's height because I, I'm i like 5'11 and a quarter, maybe 5'11 and a half. My profile says 5'11. I've done it both ways and like uh, – I'm closer to 5'11 than I am to six feet, but whatever. But I have consistently noticed that men that say that they're under 6'2 are my height or shorter on dating apps. And so I've started filtering higher than that. Good Lord. Yeah. Like a 6'1 guy is going to be my height, maybe a little shorter. A 6'1 like dating app guy. But before I did that, I had a lot of experience with – trying to discern from photographs. And I don't know. I, I just like, you know, that guy on TikTok that like will tell you how tall something is or whatever based on like points of reference in the pictures. Yes. Yes. I feel, yes, like, yes. I feel like I have this like intuitively in my brain where like I just know. 
That's so wild. Okay, well, I got maybe play it was because I, I forget where his more safe. <laughs> maybe I for, maybe I forget where the picture was cut off of him, but maybe I clocked. It was the fact shoulders his- up. It was basically a headshot, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I just it was the first thing I thought. I was like, yeah, he is yeah. super cute. How tall is he? <laughs> Bamboozled, led astray. Yeah. So disappointment in that regard. And this is like I. I'm thinking, I'm not going to do it. I know I've already made the decision that I'm not going to do it. However, there is a part of me that wants to say to him, just so you know, you're only hurting yourself out there. Yeah. That's always a tricky one of, have you, has, did he reach out after what, what's happened since you went out on the date? I don't think I know that. Yeah. He, I I sent him the no ghosting script. Okay. So he, he followed up in a positive manner. Yes. Got it. So you sent him like a generic, you like no correct the way that the script is. Like the script doesn't have any reason in it. Correct. Because I yes, rarely I, find I the left it helpful. as is. Yeah. Hmm. I said I rarely find the reason helpful. But like yeah. this is a case where I agree with you that I'd probably make the same decision and not say anything. But this is a case where the reason could be helpful of like I agree. I now have trust issues with you because you lied about this thing. Right. It's a similar situation to where I've been out with men who are lying about their age and they told me about it like on the first date. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, I know I said I'm 39, but I'm actually 43. And mind you, my age range goes up to 43. So like I've been out with guys where they are within the age range that I set, but they lied about it. Right. And now I have trust issues. Like it's a similar yes. thing where you would date a guy who is his height, but not when he's misrepresented himself. Exactly. It's you've just identified yourself as a liar. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that and is tough. Yeah. So that those are thoughts going through my mind at this juncture. But more generally, I am so I'm going to do I'm doing a like, girl's kind of work from home on Thursday, Friday, then having fun on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to Park City next weekend. Oh, fun. And, or I guess this weekend now, it's Monday. And um, so that should be, so that should be good. I'm hoping um, how bad work was this past week will mean this week's like a little bit more normal. But So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink that is a little, little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the recess watermelon mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the recess ginger lime mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious. And you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Um, so so that'll be nice. So like I'm gone for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, basically. Okay. And cause I fly Wednesday night. I am here for the week and then I leave for 
Dallas for a month. Oh, that's right. And so I, I don't, I, I feel like nothing, like I, I'm not in a place to like gain a lot of traction here. There's also, mm-hmm. there's a, the question I pulled actually is it sort of I, a vibe that I'm feeling right now. That, so we can kind of talk about it there. But my friend and I are going to make a joint profile in Dallas. Yes, to go on double dates. Yes, and we're going to do double dates. There is an app that I mentioned to you that currently only exists in New York City. I believe they're looking to launch in other cities. It's called Foreplay, F-O-U-R Play. A friend of a friend founded it, and it is a double dating dating app. Yeah, Such a good I think idea. it'll be yeah, I think it'll be fun. It's like grouper-esque as we've talked I was, about. I was about to say, yeah, we've talked about grouper. It's like similar, except that like this is a long time ago now. I feel like that we talked about grouper. But so for for those people that are a lot younger than us, Grouper was a website. This is before dating apps existed. It was a website where one person would sign up and say, I have two friends. And they would quote unquote match you. And I'm using quotes because there was very they had very little information. Like I don't really think there was any matching going on besides maybe age. Yeah. Because even I, then I remember we went on a date where we were like, You're how old? <laughs> he was so young. Yeah, I feel like I I went on three, and I feel like they were all within our range. However, they had no information on the two people you were going to bring. So it was three it was three people in each on each side, and they had you could bring whoever the fuck you wanted. Yeah, there was no visibility whatsoever that grouper had to the other people, and it was fully blind on both sides. Whereas the idea behind foreplay is like you're going to do on with your friend, you have a joint profile. I yeah. actually think that the way it works, I I keep asking friends if they want to do it and they keep saying no, so I've never actually tried this. But I think that the way it works on foreplay is you have individual profiles that you can then link to each other oh, that's to cool. date together. So I don't have to like only be dating with you. I could like also go on double dates with another friend and we decide – but like the guys are seeing – the link. Does that make sense? Yes. Like they know yes, that they're going to go out with you and me, but I could also be swiping with me and someone else. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. One of my friends is yeah. actually married to a guy that we met on a grouper date. I think I've, I oh, think I've told you that. That's yeah. wild. Good for her. Yeah. And then, and so we'll see, you know, that'll just be fun. We'll see how that goes and we'll evaluate that. But anyway, I'm, I'm like in a weird place with dating right now. And then, this is not a show that we should recap, but I just want to talk about a show that I've been watching this weekend, which is Singles Inferno on Netflix. I have that on my list to start watching and I haven't yet. Should I be? It is fascinating because it also, it opens your eyes a little bit to how South Korea is as a dating culture. Huh. Completely shook. It is, I've, I've heard that there's like – once they like hold hands, they're like boyfriend-girlfriend kind of vibe. Like very yeah, so serious, holding hands is quickly. like a step. Yeah. And I, I just think – I mean, I think it's a very chaste dating culture where yeah. like you're not – this is – because it's sort of Love Islandy, but I haven't – I think I'm four episodes in and I haven't seen – two people just touched hands. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And they've done like oh, they do overnight dates, but they take like separate rooms. Yeah. Um and all this stuff. But what I think is sort of more just sort of I I toss your hands up. It's it's phone throwing in a way where 
they, the way they talk about other people's actions, men and women on this show, is every single thing an anxious dater. It's like, oh, it's, oh, I was right. I was right. You've proven me right. Everyone is constantly overthinking everything. It is insane where these two people will come together and he'll say, you know, I didn't think you were interested in me. Yeah. And the girl says back to him, what, you know, gave you that impression that I wasn't interested? And he goes, well, over breakfast, you did not make eye contact with me. And then when we were talking in a group, you could have sat next to me, but you did not. And then, like, you assisted this other person putting their apron on them. And it's, like, all these tiny micro interactions where we would be, like, don't read into it. Like, who cares? Everyone's just living their lives. And it's, like, holy shit. wow. Yeah. That's high stress. It's very high. Like, I I cannot imagine. They take eye contact as, like, a very serious interest item. Um, And so they talk a lot about, like – whether or not people made eye contact in certain moments. Um, Also, it's just very amusing in that I think the translations are a little too precise that they're not sort of smoothing the edges to kind of capture the like nuance and feeling behind the statement. And so something that they keep saying on the show that I need, I would love it if somebody could tell me what this really meant is the, the translation is, am I free to speak casually with you? But then they get more serious. So then they're like, what's your religion? And so it must yeah. mean like, can I be open with you? Can I Or can I ask can I ask you a personal question? Yes, yes, yes. And so it, it like has to be something like that because it's yeah. not maybe it, casual. Maybe it maybe it means that it maybe the maybe that direct translation casual means the way you would speak to a friend, not the way you would speak in like I don't I was about to say high society, but that's not what I meant. Polite company. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I speak to you as if we've known each other for a long time or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like, can we move past small talk or sort of something yeah. like that? If anybody but speaks it's... Korean and wants to watch this show and let us know. Because I've actually heard si- similar things about – I've never seen this show because um, I've heard it would scare me. But I've heard similar things about Squid Game that like the translation often misses some of oh, the emotion I mean, behind yeah, what's being said. However like, – there was. There's I there's I think Squid Game is much I think it's better translated. Well, we don't know. I mean, maybe better translated in terms of like seeming more naturally spoken, like natural yes. speech patterns. But there was like a whole I got invested in this whole TikTok se- video TikTok series on a show I do not watch about how like there was a whole element of a storyline that was sort of missing because the translation just didn't pick it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, not surprised. And, yeah, I don't know. Have any more details because I don't watch the show, but um, yeah, that has been on my list. I have been watching Joe Millionaire. That's a I'm very fun show. It. It's so good. They like we've talked about the fact that it is excellently cast. They did such a good job of like the two guys that are cast, the like multimillionaire and the like guy who the just Joe. seems like re- yeah. But the original Joe Millionaire, like the Joe, was like. A very they intended him to be like a Joe Schmo kind of guy, like a guy that that didn't have that much going for him is what they wanted you to think. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that's true about this man, but like that's the way that they that they sort of advertised it and played it. Yeah, but 
this guy, the guy who's not the multimillionaire, seems great. Like totally. he seems like a I guy mean, that I would date. Both, both have like even though one is the Joe and one is the millionaire, both have I, I, why it's well done in part is because both have blue collar, not white collar. Yes, jobs. Yeah, and it, that said, though the Joe owns his own construction company, right? Like runs it. Yeah, and like yeah, is is really well traveled and enjoy like enjoys eating adventurously and dressing up and is contrasted with the millionaire, multimillionaire, I think he's worth like 10 million bucks, who like hasn't traveled much, had never met a British person until meeting the butler of the show. Martin. Like, I yes, know. Martin. Um, so yeah, I think it's really well done. I'm, I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my plug of the week. I know I know nothing about the Friday date with the rower, so please go off. So I, w- I will say before I get into it that I'm feeling a little bit emo right now because I literally just hung up with my therapist okay. like prior to this recording. Got it. So that is that is informing ever, all the way I'm feeling right now is that I just gotcha. like did a, did some deep dives into my feels for the last like hour before we started recording. Totally understandable. And I usually don't – I purposefully don't do that. I was supposed to have therapy after and because of her scheduling, we had to shift it to before. So this is not my ideal state. Um, because I like to just have some me time after therapy. Um, so I went out with the rower on Friday. He, I think when we recorded last week, he had already asked me to go on this date, if I recall. Correct. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So he initiated it um, and then let me know later in the week that he wasn't going to have his dog for the weekend. So he suggested that we explore my neighborhood, which we had talked about doing, but like – logistically doesn't make sense when he has his dog because we can't stay out very long. And so – and he can't stay over here and leave the dog. Right. So he came to my neighborhood. We got dinner at this Italian place that I've been meaning to try. And then I took him to my favorite neighborhood cocktail bar. Um, it was So did you fun. pick – did you – did he say I'll come to you and then did you pick up the ball with planning? Yes. Or did he plan the stuff in your neighborhood? No, no, no. I planned it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, which to like – basically I was like showing him the things I like in my neighborhood or two of the yeah. things that I like in my neighborhood, um, which is very similar to – I've never picked a – this is the first time I've ever picked a place we've gone actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we went to dinner. Dinner was amazing. It's this Italian restaurant called Camillo and Prospect Leopard Gardens if anybody lives in the area. Um, and it was just – really comfortable. Like when I walked up to him, he said like, hey, you, and like gave me a kiss. And it just felt so good to see him and to be with him again. And we were out pretty late. And then we came back to my place and I I had bought stuff to make these grapefruit margaritas that I really like to make. So we had a nightcap. He ended up staying here until like 2.30 the next afternoon. We I introduced him to my favorite season of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Love. Great. Which is season one. Um, Paul from season one of that show is my favorite human to ever have been on a reality show ever. That's so funny. He is fucking hysterical, not on purpose. The best, so anyway, it's best, like my favorite the season best reality, reality show. show. The best reality people are like that. Yes. It's my favorite season of a reality show maybe ever. And so I introduced him to that um, and we cooked brunch and watched – I think we watched four episodes. <laughs> 
Um, and it was just, it was great. Like we didn't really have any talks, quote unquote, um, which was purposeful. Like I, like I was saying before, like, I don't want it to be like every time we hang out, we have to have a talk about like, you know, how things are, where they're going. We did, however, discuss that two weeks was too long to go without seeing each other. Okay. And did you bring that up? I said the first time we talked about it was at night. So it's like a little bit fuzzy about, but like I said, like, I said something about how it had been two weeks. And then he said, yeah, too long. Mm -hmm. And I agreed. And so then the next morning, really afternoon, because we slept in, as he was getting ready to leave, he, I said something again about like, he was, oh, he was like, it's really good to see you. I'm so happy I got to see your place, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I got to see you too. Like I missed you these last couple of weeks. And he said, yeah, do you want to hang out next weekend? Great. And I said, I would like that. So we don't have a plan or anything, or I don't even know what day we'll hang out, but that's not necessary at the moment. Um, yeah. But I, this is the first time with the exception of when we made plans to hang out when I was going to come back to New York for those few days, which felt more like logistically necessary. This is the first time that we've talked about the next time we're going to see each other while we're still in person, Mm -hmm. which I really like. Yeah. I I like that Um, a lot. And I like that he, he, as, as I predicted, it took him, I think he realized last weekend, oh, wait a minute. Like I don't have plans to see Allie. And then asked me what my week was looking like. And so then we made plans for the following weekend. I think that he internalized that that, that he doesn't want that to happen. Good. Good. So I like that. Yeah, totally. You know, I'm still like continuing to keep in touch with how I'm feeling about it. I'm feeling less beholden to any sort of timeline. Okay. More recently or like not wanting to think about any sort of timeline. So like – the people in the comment sections are CIA agents and somebody on my recent – so I posted my date recap of his and then I posted kind of a follow-up video sort of like addressing some of the feedback that I've gotten, which like a lot of people are putting some real negative energy out there into the world about this situation where they're like, don't come crying to me when it ends. Literally, that's something someone said. I was like, I wasn't planning on crying to you stranger. Right. But thanks thanks for letting me know that I shouldn't do that. Um, But like other people saying like, well, we'll see who's right. And I think people are missing the idea that I don't think that this is 100% destined for a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not sitting here saying like, oh no, I'm just going to give him some time. I know he's going to come around. Right. I, I don't know that's the case at all. Right. I'm just willing to give it some more time. Like we were saying two weeks ago, how much more time? I don't know. Yeah. I don't – I'm trying not to spend too much energy thinking about that because I can't really know right now. Like I can't predict my future feelings in the same way that he can't predict his. Yeah. But like if this doesn't turn into a relationship, I'm not wrong. Like the thing that I don't want to happen is I don't want to regret – quote unquote wasting time. Yes. I yeah, or, I think th- yeah. Or and like I think investing over investing in something that doesn't go anywhere, but that's not what's happening for me right now, I don't think. Then yeah, that's then that's all you can ask. I guess I think for me 
the way that I would think about it is or like uh, me saying uh, potentially as one of your followers. Yeah. Trying to subtract some of the information, obviously, that I have of being your friend and whatever. Is that obviously it is important to you to like you are dating with intention. You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are dating with the goal of finding a partner and you have standards and boundaries and you make those clear and you tell others to do so. And like, that's all that that's the brand. Right. And so I think people might be wondering, okay, so you've done that. You've been, you know, you're looking, you've been true. You told him where you were at. He said he's not in the same place. And so I wonder if people are sort of reacting to like, why aren't you cutting that off? If sort of like, this is, you're saying what you want. He's not giving you what you want. Why doesn't the road end here? I think it's because I, I, you're right. I am dating with intention because, because I actually, I actually question that premise. And I know that you're not saying you think that, that this is what is in people's heads. What's happening here is not that I'm saying this is what I want. And he's saying, no, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm saying I'm ready for this to be X thing now. And he's saying, I see it going there, getting there, but I'm not ready yet. Gotcha. And those, that's a very, and I I could still decide that that's a a boundary for me, that I want somebody who's ready when I'm ready Mm -hmm. and I could cut it off. But I've decided that that's not a boundary for me, that I want to give it more runway, Uh that my feelings could develop at a different pace than someone else's. And for one person, that might mean sayonara. For me in this scenario, I want to give it a little bit more runway. Yeah. And I and I'm doing that knowing that it might not go where I where I hope it does. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I know that I'm not going to regret having given it the runway that I've given it thus far. Yeah. Like I know that I won't regret ending thing not ending things on New Year's. Mm-hmm. That would not have been the right decision for me. But what I'm doing sort of continuously is thinking about like how am I feeling now? And it, is this the right time to have a firmer boundary? And I still think the answer is no for me. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm con- continuing to evaluate because, you know, I think feelings are ever evolving. Uh, of course, yeah. And and so it's so it's funny when I was saying that like my fa- that people in the comment section are CIA agents. What I the specific thing I was referring to is that when I first when we first talked about this two weeks ago after New Year's, you would mention something about like, what about if this is happening four weeks from now? And my reaction to that was like, oh, well, that would be too long. And mind you, it hasn't Oh, and so people are weeks. like, he's got two weeks. Right. So people are like, well, before you said, first of all, it hasn't been that long. But second of all, somebody wrote in the comments yesterday, like, why are you saying that that you don't have a timeline in mind when on the podcast – you told work that four weeks would be too long. Also, it was four months, by the way. Was I it said four months? months? That For makes sure. so much more sense. I want to go back to that comment and reply. Yeah, it was four months. I said four that months. That makes so much more sense. We, I, I never just, would have said four weeks. I just accepted her premise. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be a fa- fucking fact finder and go back. But I did think that's weird because I don't think I would have had that gut reaction to four weeks. No, I said four months positive four months fuck yeah no thank you yeah 
Because okay. I said, are you then going to regret those months having not reengaged the matchmaker, having not like da da da? Yes. You couldn't have done that in four weeks. No. Okay, I'm going back to that comment after we record. <laughs> Great. Come at her. No. I'm, um, I'm not going to come at her, but I no, do. No, no, I do kidding, just want to because other people read the comments too to like understand my perspective, and I don't want that misinformation to float out there. Totally fine. Uh, so I, I was trying to think of a because what's interesting is that I actually think. If I'm evaluating a similar circumstance for me or how I would feel under these circumstances, the the better comp for me is no longer trivia, but is the cyclist. Where mm, I essentially yes. was saying, like, it is time to meet my friends. If you are not yes. ready for that, we cannot move forward because that's absurd. Yes. His his stalling there, his inability to be ready for that in what I believe is a completely appropriate non-pressureful amount of time, I I was like, well, then this is not going to work out. Yeah, absolutely. Funnily enough, the rower was going to meet my friends on New Year's and seemed fine with that. Yeah. But it just goes to show how people put different different emphasis on different things. Like for the cyclist, that was something major that he felt was yeah. this huge step. And the rower was like, yeah, for sure. Let's go have fun. Yeah, exactly. And so I was – I absolutely could have chosen to – continue seeing him and say, okay, well, yeah, that is a big step for you. So like, I'll wait until it feels right for you. And I just, no, I couldn't do that. Yeah. No. And, and that made total sense for you. And also again, and- weird reversal. Like he and I were exclusive. <laughs> and yet yeah. here we fucking are. Yeah. <laughs> so insane. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, you know, I am, I, I went on a date this past week, kind of buried the lead there. And I kind of forgot that I haven't really told these listeners about it because I went into great detail the day after on the live Patreon episode, which was super fun. Um, the live Patreon, not the date. Um, but Yes, the live uh, Patreon, very fun. Date, deranged, unhinged. The date, not not so fun. Um, yeah. So the, all, the patrons know this already, but basically I went on a first date with the guy I was calling the Brit on Wednesday night. Um, I... Did I, I stayed out way longer than I really should have, given that I I knew that I didn't want to see him again. But like I'd been drinking. I ended up having too much to drink. I was so hungover on Thursday. I thought life might end. It was so bad. It, in, complete insanity. Yeah, I just don't even. It was so bad. Um, but he did several things that crossed boundaries. Um, the example that I gave in the date recap that I posted is that I went to the bathroom and when I came back, he let me know that he had taken a taste of my drink. Disgusting. Inappropriate. So gross. He did buy me another one. I told him that crossed the line and I would like another drink and he did buy me another one. Um, but very gross. Um, I also – there were a lot of people – not a lot of people. There were a few people in the comments of that video who were like shaming me for having left my drink with him, which – it's something that hadn't occurred to me before. I understand the safety impact of it. Like I, I, uh, yes. I totally get. I totally get that. Maybe that's not the best idea. First of all, this is not my fault. What happened is not my fault. Agreed. And also, I, I don't know. I just don't know what else. I, I, I don't know what else you were gonna do. Like it's that's. Somebody said that they asked. They have in the past. They've asked the bartender to hold their drink for them, or they've like taken it with them, which is totally okay. fine. Like if that's you feel really more fine. safe doing that, yeah, absolutely. Um. But in this particular scenario, I didn't already have a drink. We had ordered another round and then it came while I was in the bathroom and he took a, a sip of – I hadn't even ta- I hadn't even taken a sip of this drink yet and he yeah. tasted it. Either – I mean, you know, frankly for me, either way, I 
I know that I'm not going to do those things. I'm not going to take it and I'm not going to ask the I'm not either. I, I'm not either. I totally yeah. understand. I totally understand the, the, the risk there and I understand why people advise, but like that's just – that's not something that I probably am going to do. Yeah. Um, but sounds like a good idea. But anyway, so he did that. Um, he also asked me to smell his hand at one point. I don't even remember why. I think he said like it smelled odd or something like that. He wanted that's me to the, smell that's it. A, that's the worst lead in. That's stupid. It was that's so terrible. gross. At another point, like, he then – Oh, God. The only the, – I've done that before where like the hand sanitizer somewhere was awful. And I – to a friend, I was like, oh, my God. Can you believe this or something? But like to a good girlfriend. Yeah. No, that's different. He definitely had not I, – I truly don't remember any other lead-in besides that. He had not applied anything to his hands. It was not yeah. – it was like his own smell that he was trying to get me to sample. No. Um, no and then he it. later grabbed my hand to smell it. A lot of weird and sensory behavior happening. Real here. weird. Um, so – and then he he contacted me a lot on the Patreon. If you are a patron, you heard a dramatic reading of the whole thing. But he – Yeah, I was going to say we can't get into it. We don't have enough time. No, no, no. <laughs> he texted me like eight or nine times it. across both text message and WhatsApp. He also called me. He also WhatsApp audio, audio called me throughout Bananas. the course of the like 30 minutes after I parted ways with him and when I – Went to sleep. But then handled your no ghosting script very well. Yes. To his credit, he so he followed up the next morning with no mention of the extremely intense series of contact attempts he had made the prior night. Hilarious. He texted me the next morning. I sent him my no ghosting script and he replied and basically said, I get it. I was throwing red flags like confetti and said, I was lucky to have spent an evening with you. Good luck out there. Great. And nothing sense, yes. I presume. Great. No. Good. Good. I didn't, good and I didn't reply to that. Yeah, it was one of those things where I, I, I do not want to see him again. But it was such a good response to the no ghosting script that I was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I underestimated this man. I mean, oh, I'm not, I'm, no. I'm not going out with him again. To be clear, but he did, he did reply really well. Um, Hilarious. Oh, something that I act. This is actually I did not mention this on the Patreon, but I will say it now. I called the rower from my lift home from that date. I drunk dialed him. Oh my God. Did he answer? Yes, he did. So I texted. Did I not tell this to you either? No. I think I meant to say it on the Patreon episode and I forgot. Oh. So I texted him to say that I was really excited to see him on Friday. He responded almost immediately. So I called him, as you do. And it was a pretty short conversation. We talked for – I checked the timestamp the next day. We talked for like three minutes um, I did not tell him I had been on a date. He just knew I was out. Yeah. Um, and then he texted me like 25-ish minutes later to make sure I'd gotten home okay because I oh, was nice. drunk. It was that's so nice. And then we we like joked about it on our date. I like mentioned – I was like, yeah, like I went out on Wednesday night and he was like, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't aware. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, you know about that, don't you? That's really funny. And he actually said, I know we have to get into our into our hot topics, but he actually said when I mentioned um, that I had checked the timestamp of the phone call, he was like, yeah, three minutes is the perfect sweet spot. Like 30 seconds and you think maybe I did something really fucking weird and they hung up on me longer than that. And you know, you went on and on and on and on. Yeah. 
I'm like, yes, that you have you have exactly nailed my thought process about the three minute timestamp. Thrilled for you. Couldn't have gone yeah. better. Couldn't have gone better. Oh man. But that's how I know that I practice what I preach regarding not dangling my other dates in front of people's faces because I did I did not tell him that I was on a date, even though I was quite inebriated. From such a date. From from said date. Yeah. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. and You'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Oh, very good. Should we get to it or not? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Okay. So today's Weird or Not is... They unmatch you on a dating app while you're still texting or have plans to meet up. So you've transitioned your communication off of the dating app and they unmatch you. I think there are a variety of explanations for this ranging from not weird to weird. And But I still think this is super weird. I think this is super weird for a variety of reasons. I think the not weird reason would be maybe they don't want to go back and maybe sort of save them from themselves where they don't want to go back and look and see if you've changed your profile or are updating your location, which means like you'd be on it a lot moving around. I don't know. Like the type of stuff that people kind of write in, like I looked and now I'm upset. And so, you know, maybe they don't want to be that person. That to me is sort of like the, that to me is the most non weird explanation. The other explanations I can think of or that make it weird is I often need to remind myself what somebody looks like yep. right before I go on a date where I kind of look back at the profile and I'm like, okay, that's what I'm looking for. I also like to look at our conversation because I I like to have callbacks. I think a first date conversation is a lot easier and feels less stilted when you call back things you talked about in messages. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that I would like lose a lot of valuable information Um, if that happened. And I think I would worry that the, if I noticed that I, I would like worry that I was about to be stood up or something. Like I, I I would just have a lot of concerns if that had happened. This has never happened to me and I, I don't think I would react well to it. So what do you think the split was? This is so weird. (laughs) 
I, I almost want to say this is like one of the weirdest ones we've ever had, I think. What is the weirdest one we ever had? Like the split? I don't know. I'm going to say like 95-5. So I think that – I don't think this is the weirdest one we've had because I think we've had one that was pretty close to 95-5. And I'm I think so too. Struggling to remember which one it was. But this one was 90-10. It was pretty fucking weird. Okay, good. I agree with that totally. Yeah. What I find interesting though is that I have gotten a lot of comments and on some previous Weird or Nah – um, I think maybe the one about updating their dating app profile or something like that of people saying that they use the – they unmatch people so that they won't go back and obsess or so that they won't notice when they've changed something or, you know, like um, inbox maintenance, stuff like that. And yet it was 90-10. Right. So like perhaps there's just a bias in the people who make those comments versus, you know – Way more people vote on the poll than people who comment, obviously. Of course, yeah. Um, but I, I agree. I think it's super fucking weird. Like my mom actually suggested, and I think Cindy did too because Cindy's not on dating apps, that I unmatched the rower after I had noticed that his picture flipped. Mm. And to both of them, I said, absolutely not. I cannot do that. That would send the wrong message. Yes. I agree. Um, so, so I asked a follow-up poll. Okay. Should I not I don't look? know. Yeah, don't fucking look. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I agree with you. It's super fucking weird. I think it sends a message that you're not interested anymore. Yeah. I also – I'm trying to recall if this has ever happened to me, and I don't think it has. The Brit unmatched me, I noticed yesterday. But, like, we're done, so fine. Yeah, I that's fine. Um, so I asked a follow-up question after seeing how weird people thought it was, which is – do when if this were to happen, would you assume it means they're not interested anymore? What do you think that split is? I would assume the answer. So I would say yes, but because you're framing it this way, it can't be 90-10. So I'll say 75-25. It was 55-45. Only what? 55. Can I look now? Yeah. Yeah. Only okay. 55% of people think that it means they're not interested, but 90% of people think it's weird. Which is that, – that those two things aren't mutually exclusive, right? Like you can think it's weird while also thinking that they're still interested. But I just found Got that it. really, really interesting. Yeah. I wonder if – I wonder if we are getting sort of people's like first level gut response on the first question and then the mm. second one is like, okay, but if you're really like rationally thinking about it, what do you think it actually means? And it's like, eh, probably nothing. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like Which, once you – yeah, but, you're probably right. And also for the record, like I don't I don't recommend trying to figure out what any of this shit means. I was more oh, just no. curious what people's perceptions of the meanings. But yeah, Ooh, I think so I yawning. would I would absolutely consider this weird if I noticed that somebody had unmatched me. Yeah. While Not we're still me. talking. Not I'd probably me. ask, to be honest. If I was texting I, I think with somebody, I would have to, yeah. Yeah. And like on a on a on an app like Bumble, you can I don't know about I don't think hinge is this way. You can tell if somebody deleted their account or unmatched you. Yes. You so can. I would know – you would know the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, it is time for our second Hot Topics episode. Yeah. So um, again, for this one, we we do have – we have a question, a situationship, and a screenshot. Do you have any preferences for where to start? Mm, do you want to do question first? Sure. Well, I, I feel like I'm sort of – Yeah, I feel like I'm sort of in this situation a little bit right now. 
So she says, I've been on dating apps for what feels like forever and I'm feeling pretty burnt out, but I'm really trying to make a conscious effort to keep dating, keeping my long-term goal in mind. In the last couple of months, I've noticed a strange pattern that I'm wondering if you have any insight on. I've been on multiple first dates recently that all happened pretty promptly after the match. The dates went well. One I was very mutually into, the other two not as much, but not totally ruling out. And the guys all made it very clear to me that they wanted to go on a second date and continue getting to know each other. In all three of those cases, no second date ever happened. The guy I was mutually into, we did nail down a time, but no location for the second date, but he ended up quote unquote rescheduling, read canceling. I made a couple of attempts to meet up, but ultimately it fizzled out. The other two, I wasn't invest as invested in making that second date happen, but I literally heard nothing from them following the day of the date. One of the guys even went out of his way to call me not even two minutes after leaving drinks to ask me if I wanted to go out again, then nothing. The third guy asked me my availability for the week while on the date, then never messaged me again. I know the three situations aren't quite the same, but I can't help feeling like a common denominator here. I know the logical answer is that dating is a numbers game sometimes, but I I am in a somewhat smaller dating pool, St. Louis, and I want to do whatever I can to date smarter. If this word vomit question was coherent at all, I'd love to hear your take on it. Very coherent, first of all. Yes. I would say, you know, St. Louis is a major city. Don't get disheartened just because it's not like LA, Chicago, New York. Yes. But I I relate to this feeling where – yeah. And like, I, I think this is a, just a really fucking common experience. And this is the shit I think that people talk about when they say that like dating sucks. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I think this is like the hard part, kind of. I relate to, I've been both people in this scenario. And so I am definitely my own pattern and I am a part of someone else's pattern. <laughs> and <laughs> I I have been in a, a couple situations right now where this past week I had to cancel two dates because of work include and multiple like workouts and like a bunch of other shit because of what I said up top with travel and Dallas and all that stuff. I'm not really, uh, I'm just not putting forth like as the canceler, I believe it's on me to say, Hey, you know, sorry for canceling. How is yeah. this day or that? Like, I, I do believe it's on me now. And yet I, I am doing the, reschedule, read, cancel, 100%. Mm. It is sheerly because of like where I'm at right now between responsibilities and life choices for what fun is for me. And that doesn't mean that I'm like being my best self showing up for these, for these dating app people. So like I'm empathetic to the other person on the side of the, the, the person on the other side of the line. I realize that I'm not doing them justice, but I think that I, I, and I don't, I, I don't know if it's, I was talking to a girlfriend who's, who's married. So, you know, what does she know? But she was saying that like, she was like, I think this January is kind of like a little bit slower than other Januaries for like kicking off dating. She's like, just from what I've heard from my single friends where, because sort of like return to office was canceled. Everyone's like, there are no, like everyone's just like staying inside in the cold, working from home all the time, not really going out. Like no one's, you know, people just like, aren't kind of doing it and this could just be a phase i i I feel like the general message that i want to give myself and her is sort of like keep your head up keep going um and because also i said to my therapist like i'm having like a little bit of a hard time kind of judging what a first date should feel like after the classmate because Mm -hmm. he and i had such a good first date where we like reminisced about 10 years of childhood that we shared together. Right. And right. that is, that is not, that that's not the standard. It can't be, that's not fair. And so like, 
I've had sort of like a good enough first date where I, I, he texted me as when we were together last time. Um, it was the one where it's like, I wasn't going to follow up, but if he wanted a second date, I would definitely go sort of similar to what yeah. this listener's written in. And he followed up for a date and then his like roommate got COVID. Maybe true, maybe not. Uh, I don't, I don't, whatever, you know, it's certainly prevalent enough where it could be true. And so, um, he now like has not followed up from that. And like, I'm not going to, cause I'm going to be gone, but so who the fuck knows? I'll probably never hear from him again. Fine. Anyway, this all to say is I, I'm empathetic to this. I think just keep going. I, I, I don't have any kind of feedback for her on like be a different person. I, I know that she's recognized herself as a common denominator, but I don't, I don't think that that's what's happening here. Yeah. I've heard from a lot of people and I have experienced this, that the apps are very slow this January in a way that they typically are not. Mm. Um, and I've actually been looking for data from this year's dating app Sunday to try to understand if – I'm going to like look it up again now – if that was actually a theme that dating apps saw that they didn't see a major spike. And I haven't like, – I just looked it up again and there, all of the articles about it are before it happened and there's nothing that hindsights 2022's Dating App Sunday because based on anecdotal evidence from my own experience and from – followers and listeners who've written in, it was not what it has been in the past. Yeah. And I think what your friend said is very true. And that's showing itself in the level of engagement and investment that I'm seeing from people on the apps. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there could be – if somebody is seeing a consistent pattern of people that aren't as good at following through, maybe try going out with somebody that is totally against archetype. Mm, and like yeah, just see, you know, like I don't I, know enough – I don't have enough context about the situation to know if like perhaps the people in profiles that she's seeking out are people that aren't as invested. Like I don't know what their conversations have looked like. I don't know – like I don't know. But I know personally that I have gone through streaks where because I was feeling – burnt out because I was feeling like I've been at this for a long time. I started to widen my net in a sense where I was more open to people that like didn't necessarily meet the level of engagement that I was looking for, typically speaking. But I was like, you know what? I should give them a chance. Like I should go out with them anyway. And then it turned into this kind of pattern. So yeah. like you might you might need to accept less dates but better outcomes. Totally. Of this archetype of person. I don't know if this is something that's happened to her a lot in the past or if it's only recent. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I would also be curious. I'm thinking now that is she following up with them in any way? Where if somebody is calling her right after the date to say, I had a great time, is she then responding to that by saying – like over text, you know, is there mutual, if he's, if one, per, it's, it's, it's interesting because one was a call and one was in person saying, I'd like to go out again. Is she then following up saying like, Hey, I know you said you'd like to go out again. Here's my schedule. Right. I actually wondered that when I read, she said, but literally nothing the next day from either of you. Right. And so it and could be – these are people making their interests clear to her. So she should feel very safe to say something. Absolutely. And so it could be that 
the the first guy, the like guy that re, that rescheduled, canceled. She sounds like it sounds like she did try to meet him more than yes. halfway to make that work. But she was more invested in that person because that was a better quote unquote first date for her. Mm-hmm. These other two people, I wonder if they came away from these dates thinking, wow, I really put myself out on a limb and expressed clear interest to this person and I didn't get a whole lot back. Yes. Like I definitely think that's possible. Like she expressed, you know, she agreed in the moment, but like plenty of people do that and don't mean it. And like I I think that perhaps there could be an opportunity for her to push herself outside of her comfort zone a little bit and make her interest more clear. Yes. Totally. And, you know, meet them halfway, like you said. Yeah. Okay. I, f- I found that to be a very relatable question. <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely is. Would you like the situationship or the screenshot? I kind of want the screenshot. Yeah, I get that. Okay. So what's funny is that like what he sends second is not an issue, but I am going to read it. <laughs> oh, please. You must. Yeah. Okay. So wait, should, we, the- should we – yeah, should we dramatic reading this? Yes. So – um. The question is, does this guy think this is a legitimate way to start a conversation or am I being too sensitive to interactions like this? Okay. Do you want to be her and I'll be him? Sure. Okay. Hey, big question nope. for you. Dot, dot, I feel like we shouldn't say his name. Oh, shit. You're right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for the purposes of this, I am going to pretend that this person's name is Michael just so that okay. it's not weird. Great. I don't want to like insert because he mentions his name in, in a – in a future message. Multiple too. times. So this first, yeah. yeah. This person's name is Michael. Okay. Hey, Michael. Big question for you. Dot, dot, dot. Ugh. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. I put out on the first date. Eye roll emoji. Yeesh. Ha ha. Laugh cry emoji. Yep. Sex is definitely where every random stranger wants you to steer literally your very first interaction ever. Ha ha. Dot, dot, dot. Clearly I was joking. Hashtag I'm a sarcastic weirdo too. Oh, full disclosure. I was in Orlando last weekend for a Bumble first date. She was nice, but I didn't feel a romantic connection. So it's back to the drawing board. I actually live in the magic city, Birmingham, Alabama. I work remotely so I can live and work anywhere I want, anytime I want. However, if distance is a deal breaker, just let me know. I just want to be upfront and honest with you so you can determine whether or not you think we should get to know each other. Possibly your future amazing boyfriend, Michael. (laughs) It's a lot, Michael. It's a lot. It um, is. And what's so funny is it has nothing to do with her question. It's just No, but that part is like a side of deranged, unhinged behavior. Yeah. It's so that good. That part is a lot. I also love that he came to Orlando for a first date. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. I actually didn't absorb that fully. That like he traveled to Orlando for a Bumble first date. Yeah. That's so interesting. How close to Orlando and Birmingham? No clue. Anyway. What do you think of this, Allie? I think that his response would have crossed a boundary for me. Mm-hmm. And I would not I would not have liked it if he said – saying like, yes, I put out on the first date. Yeah. Like people have said similar things like, you know, yes, I'll make out with you or like taking things immediately physical in response. Mm-hmm. The, so I don't – I don't think she's being overly sensitive in this in the sense that – if you don't like the way that somebody responds to you and it crosses a boundary for you, then it doesn't matter if anybody else thinks you're being overly sensitive if that thing bothers you. Yeah. How would you have – how – does it bother you so much that you would drop the mat? What Like what level of bothered are you? I probably would have been more direct about the boundary crossing to him. Where, like, clearly her response indicates that 
she doesn't like it, right? But mm-hmm. I probably – and that's her prerogative. Like she can absolutely write him off because of this, which it sounds like she is. Usually if I get something like that, I will say, I have to be honest with you, that response makes me a bit uncomfortable coming from somebody I've never met. Mm-hmm. And then throw it back in his court to potentially save the situation or I still reserve my right to have it be a deal breaker. Yeah, totally. And you don't have to – obviously you don't have to do that. Or you could still say what I just said and still think it's a deal breaker and not have any intention of letting them salvage things. Yeah. But I I don't like when she said what she said that his only response is clearly I was joking. Like no no acknowledgement to the fact that it made her uncomfortable. Like he's only focused on his intent, not the impact. Right. And then yeah. the and very I mean- long full disclosure message. Right. Yeah. Not even, yeah, let's not even talking about that. Um, I think I probably just wouldn't respond to this. I would just ghost. Which, well, it's not even ghosting. I don't even, I don't even think that's ghosting because. I, I don't even, I don't mean ghosting in our uh, technical definition. I mean, colloquially. Uh, you just would from the yeah, chat. You just, wouldn't, you just wouldn't respond. Yeah, yeah. And that's valid too. And I've done that before too. It, it also always depends on like the amount of emotional bandwidth that I have at any given time. Totally. Like, if I am feeling like in a place where I want to have a boundary setting conversation with a stranger. Right. Which is a to very me, specific emotional bandwidth to be in. Oh, for sure. That's – yeah. Th- th- that's – very rarely do I have an, uh, do I have the energy for that, <laughs> frankly. You have a lot more than I do. I mean um, it, it, it applies too to like when I decide to reply to TikTok trolls or not. Like I ignore totally. people all the time if I don't feel like I have the emotional bandwidth to react to what they're going to say back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. I, to me, I don't think the person that I'm going to end up with generates that as their first message. That's my bottom line. It has nothing to do with how it makes me feel, frankly. It's more just like, oh, this is, even if it is a joke, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That is not the sense of humor that I vibe with. Therefore, like, we're not a match. And so, like, great, you just told me everything I need to know. Bye. Yeah, totally fair too. And I probably agree with you. I think I I can't really think of a scenario where somebody has taken it so explicitly sexual and then we've bounced back. Right. I will oftentimes still say the boundary setting thing more as like A, practicing setting and expressing my boundaries, but B, having this person hear that that made someone uncomfortable because mm-hmm. if I – like I said, if I have the emotional bandwidth for what they're going to say back – which they could explode on me, if I have the emotional bandwidth for that, I like people who've made me uncomfortable to hear that they've made me uncomfortable. Yeah. That's totally, totally um, But like, obviously that requires emotional labor on my part, which is not, I'm, is not always available to me. Um, so sorry, possibly her future amazing boyfriend, Michael. No luck for you. Enjoy the magic no, city. Yeah, no luck for you. Okay, so now our... Is this a situationship? Okay. So I, 28 female, have been friends with a guy, 29 male, for around a month and a half. But about two weeks ago, we decided to be more than friends. Since then, we've agreed that we aren't dating other people, but haven't decided to be, quote, officially dating. In my opinion, one of the stupid parts of dating in the 21st century. That's her, not me. Yeah. And I have thoughts. Um, Okay. She goes on to say, I'm happy with how things are progressing for the most part, except for two things. One, we don't go on one-on-one dates other than walks or hikes with our dogs. And two, he expressed not wanting a girlfriend before we became more than friends. 
However, he already acts like my boyfriend. Texts me every day. We cook dinner together, cuddle. He's also started suggesting plans to go skating, skiing, into a sports game. He even told me it would take a while to say he loves me since he doesn't take saying it lightly. We've talked about whether we want kids and about our core beliefs, and for the most part, everything seems to match up. He hasn't been in a relationship at all in years and has only had one serious relationship ever. I know he needs to take it slow slash at his own pace, but how do I know if this is going anywhere or if he still doesn't want to have a girlfriend? I think this is like a fucking textbook. Like I I picked this one because it's like the platonic ideal of a situationship where this is bad, (laughs) Um, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, my my just gut reaction answer to how do I know this is going anywhere if he still doesn't want to have a girlfriend, first of all, ask him. Yeah, true. Like fair. Com- communicate. I I still agree yeah. with you that that the that the signs that I'm seeing are not great. Yeah. But I I do think more conversation is warranted here, but continue. For sure. I think you're you're going to give the more sort of like equitable like even-handed answer I think than me. I I totally think you got to get out of this. I think Probably. this is like he is completely like playing house with you by in, from what it sounds like putting in very sort of like little effort to like court you in any way. Not that I, and like, I don't, I, I don't mean that in like, I just, the effort seems very low to get a lot out of you kind of emotionally and physically. And I don't think that it's about him like earning it or something like that, but you are, you, you've used the term when we, I think on the situationship episode, like the girlfriend experience. Yeah. Where you are currently in like a very cozy, comfy relationship effectively. And yet he is holding you at arm's length in other ways. And I think that like, this is the type of thing that I think kind of as I, the phrase I've used before is like takes up too much heart real estate on your part to find somebody who wants to have you as a girlfriend and give you those, like be like mutually give you those things that this guy's sounds like is kind of like taking a little bit more. I think she might be cutting him some slack because like I, I, I've been this person who tells myself this story before, like, oh, well, he just like hasn't been in a relationship yet. And like, he's, you know, figuring it out and like what that means. And it's going to take him a long time to say, I love you. Like I, I've been that girl at dinner, like telling this story. And I, this doesn't end well. I have a question that's not clear to me, which is she says, we've agreed that we aren't dating other people, but haven't decided to be officially dating. Did they, did she try to have that conversation and he shut it down or have they just not talked about it? Because I think that those are two very different things. Agreed. Like if she wants to be officially dating, she wants to be his girlfriend and for him to be her boyfriend but hasn't expressed that to him and gotten his thoughts on what that would mean, then I, then I think that needs to happen before I really have any advice on where, where I think this is going. Because like he might think that they are and we don't know. True. You know, like, so because she says like things are progressing. He's acting like her boyfriend. Like for all we know, he thinks he is. I don't actually know based on this question. I mean, I don't think she would be asking us if he perceived her as his girlfriend. Maybe not, but like I have definitely seen questions from people where they're like, I want him to – or like talk to clients where they're like, I want him to be my boyfriend and he's acting like it, but I don't know if he is. 
And then I said, well, have you asked him? And they're like, no. And then when they have the conversation, he's like, oh, yeah, I assumed that's what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is an absolutely fine first step. But I think I, 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 I don't want to say everything again. I, I, I stand by, but, um, but yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, the way she's feeling is not good. So like that's, she's feeling on unstable ground. She's feeling like it's not what she wants it to be. But yeah, I think. I think the the answer of how do I know if this is going anywhere or if he still doesn't want to have a girlfriend is a conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you know it, how do you know what someone else is thinking you ask generally? Or you think about if they tied the apron on someone else. Right. And if they or could if have sat contact. next to you but didn't. Yes. The eye contact is key. Yeah. Yeah, so ha- let us know. Send us updates. Yeah, this these are great. These are these ones are rife for updates. I think. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk about it next. We're hearing week. from people. That'd be awesome. Would love that. Yes. All right. I'm gonna have a snack. <laughs> Sounds good. Have fun. And I'm especially excited for our um, next week's recording because we're recording with Therapy Jeff next week. Oh my god! I'm I'm gonna fangirl so hard. Yeah. I'm so, so people excited. get excited. Monday, January 31st is when that episode is going to come out. I'm so fucking pumped to talk to him. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Yeah. All righty. Talk to you soon. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.